Stewart. <clears throat> I've been reading your book over and over, your new book, you know. Well, I'm glad somebody's reading my book. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really liking it, <laughs> getting a lot out of it. And um, I just wanted to ask you, in the plane crash, if it was night when that happened? Well, you know, when we took off, as I say in the book, it was broad daylight. I was watching the sun in the west set. I could see houses and cars. and I mean, I described that at the beginning of the story, you know. And then we went into this fog that was so thick, I couldn't see any of you. It was so thick. That's how thick that fog was. And I didn't know if it was night or day. And when the plane hit the mountain, when I woke up, it was night. It was dark out. Well, I had my teeth knocked out. I was in a state of shock. I was I bled all night. I was bleeding profusely all night. I think uh, Bo and Mimi had ribs broken. Somebody had an arm broken. We weren't that hurt. We were strong enough to walk down the, the mountain, you know. But uh, yeah, people had you know. It was quite an experience. I mean, you know, I don't wish that on anybody, you know, that they have to go through something like that. It just was horrible, you know. Plus, the person who was the closest person to me in my life was lying there at my feet, and, you know. I mean, I had an amazing reaction to that because my first reaction was uh, I was grateful that he took me with him to be with him in the last moment of his life. I mean, I never knew this was going to happen. As I say, you don't know what's going to happen in 10 minutes. Yeah. I was looking at Rudy, holding his hand. He was dictating his book. <sighs> oh, I heard, oh my God, I turned around and <sighs> and Rudy's gone. You know, 10 minutes, that's why you got to do your, he always said it, do your work. One day I'm not going to be here. Do your work, learn what I have to teach. I won't... And, you know, and he always told everyone, or he told me at least, he was going to live to 84. He was only 45 when this happened. So I never dreamed anything like this could happen. You understand? So you don't know in 10 minutes what is going to take place in your life. That's why you people are given the opportunity to do spiritual practice. Man, take advantage of it. Don't sit in front of that door. It's like Kafka, you know, it's sitting in front of that door and, and afraid. Just take advantage. There's no excuse not to do it. Because as I say, in ten, I'm not trying to scare you all, but it's just a basic truth. I'm holding Rudy's hand, and ten minutes later, he's gone. Yeah. And I'm listening to, you know, uh, a deepest sense of surrender, his last words. I mean, do you understand? I mean, this, this is not this is not bullshit. You know, this is really uh, a very practical approach to life, which tells you every minute of your life, of my life, is a living miracle. I look at myself in the mirror this morning. I saw a living miracle, a living miracle. You know, don't waste it. Do your work, do your inner work, grow, and find that in yourself there is this miraculous being that's inside that truly can eliminate life and death and attain a state of samadhi. Isn't that in every human being? <laughs>